every day is Saturday. It sure is at Casinos USA podcast. And this is Coach Fab for episode 156, our late August podcast 2023. What's BOGO? Hey, before we go any further, let's introduce our studio, studio audience. It's uh, rather crowded here today. Hey, hi, everybody. Thanks for coming by. Another uh, digital audience. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. This is one of the longest digital cheers we've had, man. Wow. It's been a while since we've talked to him. Okay, we're going to shut you down. And, of course, all these uh, digital friends live in our basement <laughs> studio <laughs> inside our computer. Garage band, baby. <laughs> and they don't make a mess when they visit the show. You can just pick a few or you can pick a lot like we did today. Hey, what's BOGO? Um, in discussing BOGO, if you know what it is, that leads us to talk about R. TP with slots, and that <laughs> sounds like it's going to be esoteric, right? It's not med school, but let's just start with this. I was uh, ordering for Janie, my partner, and I um, at a Las Vegas food court, and I said to the clerk, I have a BOGO coupon. <laughs> and he said, what? What? This is LA subs, by the way. I said, a BOGO coupon. And he said, what's BOGO? <laughs> and I realized at the time, is BOGO just a Western Pennsylvania term? I don't think it is, but he never heard it before. And he asked his buddy, this guy has a BOGO coupon before I could say anything else. And he said, what's that, sir? <laughs> you know, looking strange. I said, hey, it's a buy one, get one. It's a two for one. Oh, you have a two-for-one L.A. subs coupon. Yeah, it's BOGO. Oh, we never heard that before. Oh, my. So how about that? And then right here in western Pennsylvania at one of the supermarkets we visit, and, you know, we visit several, you know. We're, uh, what, shoppers? <laughs> Wherever the best buys are for the week. Well, anyway, uh, there was a lady putting um, soup cans up, and uh, I saw that she was dressed nicely and I thought she well she must be a factory rep you know how they sometimes stock their materials and uh I said are these is this a BOGO sale because she had a sale thing and she said what's BOGO <laughs> I said uh before I tell you where are you from and I thought she was going to say someplace far away she said Columbus and if you're in western Pennsylvania and somebody says Columbus that's Columbus Ohio right <laughs> the home of Ohio State those Buckeyes hey I said BOGO means buy one Get one. And she goes, is that what that means? I see that all the time when I stock these shelves for stores. I'm visiting. I'm, I'm a rep from the Campbell Company. <laughs> she didn't know what it meant. So, BOGO, buy one, get one. Well, as I mentioned, there's something called, on slot machines, a payout figure. You know, like a 93% payback, a 96% payback, a 90% payback. And it it's refers in reference to RTP, return to player. That's what that means, return to player. And I would have to say, maybe that's the most under, misunderstood, most misunderstood term in all of gaming, RTP. I certainly misunderstood it. Like I remember when I first started with slots, as time goes by, as we say years ago, I thought, boy, 
93% payback, that means like, hey, if I put 100 bucks in, the most I can lose is $7. <laughs> well, it didn't take more than 15 minutes to realize. That's not what it means. So what does it mean? Return to player. Well, I thought, well, it must mean like at the end of the month, this machine is going to give back to players 93%. Hey, it doesn't mean that either. How about at the end of their fiscal year? Hey, it doesn't mean that either. And I was shocked to learn, I mean, absolutely shocked to learn as I investigated this topic, return to player means over the life of the machine. Let me say that one more time. So if you have a machine that's 93% uh, payback, 94% payback, 95% payback, that means to you that over the life of this machine, it's going to give back 94% of the money you put in it. But how long is the life of the machine? <laughs> that's the question I don't have an answer to. Like, what do they do legally to verify that, you know, is it 10 years, 5 years? 12 months? What is it? And that's the ambiguity that I leave you with. And so, you know, I'm not convinced it means a whole lot. I mean, if you have a machine that pays 96%, it doesn't mean they're gonna, it's going to pay it this month, right? <laughs> Over the life of the machine? Oh, man. And I play video poker because it's a skill game and there's more odds. And, and usually the paybacks are 96 97 98%. But does it mean the same thing there? It must. So it's kind of opened my eyes to show you how the casinos have an advantage over almost everything that they do, right? RTB, return to player over the life of the machine. How about over my life? <laughs> how about over your life? Oh, come on, man. All right. So we're going to talk about that. And then I'm going to go right now into craps talk. And it's a big one today. And then Janie's going to come back with her news and views. <laughs> right? So hang on for the music to lead us into Craps Talk. Coach Fab. Ah, it's a good one today. I hate cursive and I hate all of you. I'm never coming back to school. Never. You better shut your mouth before I shut it for you. That's what she said. Hey, all that being said, and I love the foghorn, <laughs> all that being said, we're going to start with Crab's Talk, and this is an important one, and I would, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask that even the most experienced crab players try something that um, Jeremy Ellerick on his Color Up videos introduced recently, and it's called a system called Play All Day. I love the name, and Jeremy gave credit to the person that sent it into him. I don't have that in my mind right now, but check it out in the video. Play all day, and you'll get this gentleman's name. But um, it's very interesting because I think when you see that the system that we're talking about consists of two juxtaposed kinds of bets, um, two combats that are opposed to... Uh, don't come bet, and a don't pass line bet. And it's done in four steps. And, you know, so let's put the puck to the black on the outside of the numbers. It's a new game, and you're going to bet the don't pass line. And I'm going to be at a $5 table because 
Pittsburgh Live, which I talked about, now has $5 tables on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So if it's a $10 table, you know, the minimum bet's $10 on the line. So that's how you do it. But I'm going to use a $5 table for my discussion because that's what I used when I played this for the first time. So I had a $5 down pass bet. Now, so I'm vulnerable to a 7 or 11. I lose the bet. All right. And according to the system, if that happens, you just bet again, another $5, which I did a couple times. Okay. I would uh, win on a 2 or a 3 and push on a 12. Okay. So if I push on a 12, I just wait for the next roll because I don't lose the money. I don't win anything. All right. But I'm hoping that a point number is rolled, a 4, a 5, a 6 or 8, or a 9 or 10, then the puck moves to that number, and that's the established point of the game. So my first bet after the come-out roll is a come-bet. So the same situation exists, you know. Um, this time, I'm not vulnerable to a 7 or 11 because it's a pass-line type of bet, only it's called a come-bet. So I win on a 7 or 11, I lose on a craps number, 2, 3, 12. All right, again, I want that to go to a point number. It doesn't have to be the game point number because that would end the game if somebody rolled it. But, you know, another one. So I have a combat on the, on the board. And then if I lose it, I just put it back again. Okay, if I lose it, I just put it back again. All right, so I want another combat too. I get two combats on the board. So I have the established point and two combats without odds. That's how the system is played. And then... My last bet, once I have the down pass line with an established point and two come bets on the board, is to put a don't come bet. So when I have money in the don't come square, all right, I would lose be- <laughs> this time on a 7-11, win on a 2-3, push on a 12. Okay, but I don't want that to happen necessarily. I want that to go above a point number, right? So that means if a 7 is rolled, I'd win that bet and I'd win the don't pass line bet. Now, in the interim, I'm hoping that I pick up a couple of those combats. If somebody rolls one of my combats, even money, I win it. I put another combat up. I want to pick up some of those bets, okay? And then I want the shooter to seven out, and then I win uh, the don't pass line and the don't combat that's already on the board. So I hope I explained that well. Four easy steps, that's what you do. And when you see it in action, you can understand how you could almost play all day, depending on how the dice roll. Um, I did it for 90 minutes, and I lost $50. Now, in that 90 minutes, I was up. I, the most I was up was 20 uh, My combats were getting picked up, etc. right? And then usually when a, a 7 was rolled, unless it was the first 7 of the game after the come-out roll, that's probably the best part of the system. You have money on a down pass. You bet the combat. And you roll a seven, so you win the down pass and the combat, right? So you can see how, you know, you, you're not going to go too far from um, breaking even. Sometimes you could be a little bit up, sometimes a little bit down. $50 down after 90 minutes of play, I'm sure as hell done, <laughs> done that with the way I play, and much worse, right, after 90 minutes. So that's how the system works. But I was not satisfied. You know, I took a break. I told you a lot of times I'll go twice in the same day. I took a break, um, had a Diet Coke with four cherries, or I had a beer. I can't remember. <laughs> it's one or the other at the sports book at Pittsburgh Live. And then I went back making adaptations to this system. And I think that's what all craps players do. I don't care what system you play. You kind of like 
what's the word? Customize it to your style, to your style. So that's what we're going to talk about now. And I won money with this style. So I want you to pay attention because you might want to use some of these. I'm going to call them principles that I play by. And uh, maybe you already do. All right. So a hybrid system is when, of course, you have, you know, dark side bets and light side bets, which come bets are. Dark side bets would be don't come and don't pass line bets. That's what you have. So how do you win when you're doing something like that, when you're playing a hybrid system? That's what I want to talk about right now. Okay, so we start the game from the don't pass line. And the first change I'm going to make from the system that Jeremy Ellerick presented on Play All Day is I'm going to deal with the number 12. I don't play the don't pass line without betting a dollar on 12. And the reason I don't, you might not say, you know, it's not mathematical. It's just get, I get so damn angry when a 12 is rolled. <laughs> and unfortunately, I don't have any money on it. So in a don't pass line, I uh, came back to the table and I made a $7 don't pass line bet. And I put a dollar on the 12. All right. So in my mind, making it seven was good because <laughs> if we wanted to pay for the bet. But wouldn't you know it, twice during the next 45 minutes of play on come out rolls a 12 was rolled i paid 30 bucks now i was hoping 12 would be rolled back to back and it wasn't but still so there's 60 dollars that i won that i wouldn't have all right and i can tell you um there weren't 60 come out rolls it's not like i lost 60 trying to get it I just think it's worth it. So when I play the double pass line, I don't care what the system is, I'm going to put at least a dollar on a 12. Okay, because I went on a 2-3 on a double pass line. So I want to hit that 12 too. All right. That's, that's one thing that I did. What if a 7 was rolled? You know, I, I lose my $7. 7's rolled. So what did I do? Well, this is where a lot of you are going to turn your heads. I said, you know, I'm not going to lose it again. So I just... Made it $14. <laughs> I put a dollar on the 12 again. I just doubled my bet. You know, that's the old system from, you know, 100 years ago in real life. You just double your bet, double your bet, double your bet. So I made it $14. There you go. There you go. You know, you can make it 10 if you don't want to go all the way to 14. You still put that dollar on the 12. That's the it. I did that. So now a point number's rolled and I'm fine. I'm ahead again. You know, that's how I looked at it. So I increased my bet. But what if a seven was rolled again the second time? So I lost $14. What do I do now? What do I do now? <laughs> I, I went back to $7, but I put $3 on Hop the Reds. That's the seven. <laughs> and they pay 15 to one if it comes up the third time. All right. And I still made my dollar on a 12 bet. Maybe that's nonsensical. But I spent a lot of time adjusting the don't pass line. Um, you know, so if an 11 was rolled, which it wasn't, I would have put a dollar on the over for the next roll, no doubt about it. Right? I probably would have bet um, a $3 hop the reds, a dollar yo, dollar 12. I would have had five bucks. I probably would have made the don't pass line 15. I'm just telling you, that's what I do. Make the adjustments right in the game. And I'm taking. Um, you know, repeat performances, I'm going to be prepared for. Seven shows up twice in a row, I'm prepared for it. A yo, 11 picks, comes twice in a row, I'm prepared for it. 
boy, if a 12 comes two times in a row, man, I'm really happy, you know? Come on. So that's my adjustment there. The other adjustment I made in the game, and I think um, you'd have a hard time not supporting this one, if the come bet that I made, remember the second and third bets that you make in this system, once the don't pass line has an established point, <clears throat> you know, so you, the established point means you want, it, you want it to lose, of course, but the come bets, when they move to the points, if the points they move to are six and eight, I played one-time odds or $5 in my case. I, I played one-time odds. Um, the tables at Pittsburgh Live are five times odds, any number. I didn't do that. So I played an odds bet on the six or the eight, which made it a $10 bet. And, you know, it paid more <laughs> on the win. I like that. I, I considered um, making one on the five and the nine. And after I went up a little bit, I did. I, I made a $6 bet, odds bet, which is the proper bet to make on a five or a nine. And then I started to make uh, single bets on the four or a 10. I hit a four. So that's where that odds bet doubles on the four or the 10. So I, I started to play the combats slowly, starting with the six and eight, as if I was playing three-point molly, or I call that smart crabs, right? The don't combat, uh, I left at $5, excuse me, $7, um, in a second. Okay, so when I left the table this time, instead of being $50 down, I was $90 up. I was $90 up. And that made me happy because I, I won back the $50 that I lost and I was up 40 bucks. Now, you know, that keeps me happy. You know, you're, you're laughing and you're thinking, Coach Fab, why do I even listen to you because you're happy about 40 bucks? Because when you play craps as much as I do, you just don't want to go home a loser. And if someone gets on a big roll, which they have, sometimes I have a big roll, I could win hundreds of dollars. I mean, I won thousands of dollars at one time playing craps. But I did it because I was up. I, you know, when someone gets on a long roll, my bets are going to increase pretty quickly. But I go to a casino, I got $20 free play. Um, this... This day, I had used it to play the Progressive Buffalo at $5 a spin, <laughs> which I hit one, so I actually had uh, five spins and lost. But, you know, it was free play. I was looking for the big money, you know, from the slots. And then at the table, you know, I played 90 minutes and, you know, another 45 minutes, and, and I won. So I had a good day. I visit. I mean... I'm a recreational gambler, and sometimes I do win bigger money, but my point is not to lose money. And I really do appreciate what Jeremy showed you there, play all day. I mean, when you want to experiment with a hybrid system, I think that's the one to try. You know, so I'll close out before we get to Janie's news and views. You make, to start the game, a don't pass bet. For the same amount of money, you make two combats. And if you're survived um, that without a game ending then you make a dumb come bet. So ultimately, you have four bets on the table. One's a dumb pass line, one's a DC bet, dumb come bet, and you have two come bets. The worst thing that can happen is that the shooter makes the point, and then the next come out rolls a seven. So you lose those come bets. Your odds are returned if you bet odds. Um, the system doesn't use odds. So you lose the two come bets, and sometimes you lose the... Uh, 
too much money. I mean, you, you lost a dome pass line and you lost the two come bets. And if you have a um, a dome come bet up there, um, that would pay. <laughs> but if it happens before you have to, like, for example, before you make that bet, then you're out. You lose three bets. And that's the worst thing that can happen. So it's interesting, you know. And you can see, I think you can learn more about ways to play craps with uh, mitigating the risk of the game, put it that way. Okay, we're back for Janie's News and Views. Always interesting, always important. And here's Janie. Hi, everyone. It's Jane. I want to give out a thank you to my neighborhood kids who cheer me on all the time. We all know that it takes luck to win at slot machines. And I have an unbelievable story of luck this week at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. A guest was playing the Dragon Link slot machine on August 18th and hit a jackpot and won $1,052,000. Well, the very next day, the same guest won another $1,020,000 $331 on the same machine for a total of $2,072,831. Now, I, that's luck if you ask me, and we know that's what it takes. Now, that's, you know, that's, really, that's really strange to me that you could win two high jackpots like that dated back to back but I, I think it's almost like you're suspicious <laughs> well, i'm not going to say that okay but, but it's like what a coincidence it is i mean it is but that we've heard similar stories right here in our own hometown we had a woman who played a scra- got scratch off she wasn't even playing slot machine she got a scratch off ticket at the grocery store and she won a million dollars a few years ago and then the very next year she won a half a million dollars. Yeah, there you go. She was even on that TV show, uh, like the the home I bought with my lottery winnings, yeah, or one of the right. yeah. I I don't know the exact name of it, but she was on that show. So uh, people do win back to back jackpots, and we'll just I'm going to say it's just luck. All right, what's story number two? Well. With the inflationary energy and food prices so high all, all around the country, you would think that it's not a good time for American casinos, but that is just not the case. Commercial gaming in the United States had a record second quarter and is on track to shatter the annual record set last year. The American Gaming Association on Wednesday reported revenue of $16.07 billion for the quarter that ended June 30th, and that beats last year's second quarter by 8.1%. It was the industry's second-best quarter in history, only trailing this year's first quarter. It was the 10th straight quarter of annual growth. I remember all the talk just a few years ago that there was a saturation of casinos and you know, they couldn't survive because there was too many of them. That doesn't seem to be the case at all. No, not at all. Uh, while commercial gaming's on track for an unprecedented third consecutive year of record revenue, the lasting impact we're, that we're making on communities through this record growth is even more impressive 
said the American Gaming Association president and CEO Bill Miller. For the first half of 2023, the nation's commercial casinos reported $32.71 billion, tracking 11.9% ahead of the same period in 2022. Now, the revenue generated by the casinos nationwide, and this is what I think is an amazing stat, resulted in state and local tax revenue totaling $7.28 billion. Well, just from what you said, I mean, you wonder if this is ever going to stop. I mean, there's tremendous growth in legal gaming. And the other thing, the states are making a lot of money from taxing casinos. I mean, it's doing good things. You know? Oh, right. Uh, you know, if you go in certain states on the billboards on the highway, it'll say, you know, we employ 16,000 people. Um, you know, you each city that has a casino, they usually get new sidewalks, new streetlights. Um, yeah, they definitely um, are an advantage to have if you're in that area. Well, um Every day is Saturday at Casinos USA, so we should say it together, I guess. All right. Every day, day is, is Saturday, Saturday <laughs> at Casinos USA. Hey, thanks for listening, and we hope you're as lucky as some of the people Janie talked about. Back-to-back million-dollar days. Uh, get, your, get your rabbit's foot, <laughs> four-leaf clovers. Get it all ready. Okay. Luck of the Irish. <laughs> yeah, luck of the Irish. See you in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. Every day is Saturday.